Hey Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And welcome to On the Air with Power Squared. Uh, this episode of OAPS is called Bluey. That's right. Um, and we're talking uh, not about Hound Dogs this week, but... Uh, healers. And or Australian cattle. There you go. So if, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, we're talking about Bandit Chili, Bingo, and Bluey from the series Bluey. Yes. Which has been on the air now since, what, 2018? Yeah. And we recently, which we'll get to, attended the Big Bluey play. play Bluey's Big, big play. play. Sorry, yeah. At uh, the... Where was that we went? Went to the Dolby Theater. The Dolby Theater in Hollywood. And so... First we're wearing shirts, but... Uh, yeah. There's a, we'll get to that, but yeah. we, sorry for uh, the flashing lights at the beginning. <laughs> That's right, which were are the asparagus wands. Yes. Which was the one of the few uh, souvenirs we could get. Yeah. So, let's talk about Bluey. Yes. So, uh, I'm going to say you and your brother brought Bluey into our lives. <laughs> uh, yes. How did you guys hear about Bluey? Okay, so for... Me, it, it kind of started with me, actually. Uh, a couple of years ago, I want to say. Uh, I forget if it was pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. But uh, I had seen, I was seeing Facebook ads. Uh, you know, still use Facebook in 2023. <laughs> uh, I was seeing Facebook ads uh, for Bluey. Uh, and... I think they were sponsored ads. But anyway, I saw was, I saw enough of them advertising that it was on Disney uh, that I was I got curious what it was exactly because partly because of the it's one of those things where like the art style is the first thing that draws you in. Right. Um, it looked very unique, uh, and I saw enough of those and that enough of those ads, and then I also saw started to see merch. IRL, uh, like one time we went to a physical Amazon store. Uh -huh. I saw Bluey stuff there. Okay. Uh, so eventually I got curious and decided to watch an episode, and then I was hooked. How did you watch this episode? Uh, Disney Plus. Okay. And it was, uh, on in the U.S. Uh, well, in Australia it airs on the ABC, but here it's on Disney Junior and Disney Plus. Okay. So that's how we watched it. Yeah. So you got you and your brother watched I think the entire run that, yeah. that's available. Yeah. Which is not all of it, and then <laughs> you you got your mom and I to watch it. Yeah. And we watched the entire. Yeah. Run of what's available and watched. It's kind of fun to watch if you have only have like seven or eight minutes to watch something. Yeah. That's the perfect length for these. Now yeah. th these are a these are geared towards what age group? It's a preschool show. All right. However, it has been described as like a parenting show masquerading as a preschool show. <laughs> well, it's if you've been ever been a child or you've ever been a parent, you can identify with characters in, in this. Yeah. Because as a you know, the parents are really flexible uh, in this <laughs> uh, show. Uh, I know more than I would have been uh, in that situation, but uh, they're uh, you know, they, they do try to rein the kids in a little bit, but the kids have this very vivid imagination. Yeah. Uh, 
Bluey emphasize Bluey as a show emphasizes the importance of play mm-hmm. in a child's development because like children uh, like to play to uh, help uh, either because they just like to have fun or play helps them uh, process uh, things that they've seen. They also learn less. They seem to learn a lot of social skills as yeah. well. I mean, th- these are all except for muffin uh, very well behaved children for the most part yeah and uh they kind of you know quickly learn and adapt which not all kids do i mean this is obviously a you know someone's written a script and this is how it worked out but yeah um you know they, they uh learn learn life lessons pretty quickly yeah no it's Based on, uh, it was created by Joe Brum, and it's uh, largely based on his experience as a parent. So he is also pretty, almost the sole writer of the show. Uh, although, from my understanding, uh, the people involved in the production also talk about uh, their experiences with parenting. Does he do all the writing? Uh, yeah, there are a handful of episodes where there's a co-writer but those are few and far between he's pretty much the only writer cranks them out pretty well (laughs) um i would imagine yeah seven minutes is probably you know i would imagine you could kind of crank those out if you had to i guess yeah but uh yeah it's it's uh it's it's enjoyable to watch it's sort of uh after like some shows like um uh we've watched you kind of like go, oh, this would be, it's kind of a nice come down in some ways. Yeah. It, 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 in some ways, it's it's not the same, but it's kind of like Flying Witch, yeah. which is another show you introduced us to, yeah. which is very kind of calming. Yeah. You know, um, so after like My Hero Academia or uh, <laughs> something like that, it's where it's getting very intense, it's nice to have something that's kind of a wind down, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, what kept me watching Bluey was like, the uh, really very strong writing uh it's the uh characters uh the show in general is just like really wholesome mm-hmm. uh and unlike a lot of other i guess you could say unlike some other preschool shows uh it depicts like good parenting <laughs> yes uh and then also a great parenting i would say <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the the animation is another factor. It's like actually really good, uh, even though it's rig based animation. They hide that really well for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all these like little touches that uh, they didn't have to do, but because they did, it helps uh, add a lot. Okay, so let's. Talk a little bit about the characters. Obviously, the show is called Bluey for a reason, but yes. there, but she is not the only uh, main character. There's actually the four of them are kind of the main characters, really. Yeah. And so you've got Bandit. Uh, I, I like how they all have dog names. <laughs> like that would be, you know, because they met some guy named Fido, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Bandit's the dad, Chili's the mom, and then there's Bingo, which my... Uh, Stepbrothers actually had a dog named Bingo. So, uh, and then there's Bluey. And I would imagine Bluey's called Bluey because, well, you know, she's blue, but yeah. um, 
Anyway. Jerry's all blue here. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and there was sort of a, I mean, at the beginning, some people kind of thought it was a little boy instead of a little girl because she looks like her dad. I'm just yeah. coloring as the dad, but that's yeah. she, it's a girl. Uh, and later in the show, uh, another character makes that mix up. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because you, you, you can make that, I mean, it's easy to, to do that because you're looking for like things to be alike, and bingo has the same coloring as chili, so you think, oh, bully must be. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not the case. Yeah. You can look like your dad and not be a, a boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's the, uh, well, Pretty much all the characters are really well written. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would agree that uh, Bandit as a dad is like pretty much the best dad on TV. <laughs> yeah, to ever live. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, but even then, the girls aren't are pleased with everything he does. You no. know, and he's a little, I'll say, gruff around the edges. Yeah, you know he. He's not above smelling bad. And <laughs> like, the parents are flawed, but they're not, like... It's uh, not flawed, like, in, let's say, an adult comedy. Right. Or they're, like, super flawed, or right. it's not, like, something like Caillou or Peppa Pig, where the parents either aren't present or they just exist to cater to whatever, like, yeah. whim the kids have. They're actually, like people involved yeah. yeah i mean it, it's kind of real, more realistic i'll say than say like peanuts where the parents are just wah, 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 voice yeah. off the camera the parents are actually involved the kids and they're of the age where parents would be involved um and it's uh you know and, and all the all the kids that they have friends with have parents you know and yeah it's a little idealized there's no no divorce you know dogs in it or whatever but they're oh there was a parents. there was an implication that uh minor characters parents are divorced right okay <laughs> well i'm just saying if the most part it's kind of a little bit like a i'll say a 50s american sitcom where everything's rosy and you know uh you know everything kind of works out and everything but it's 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 uniquely australian yeah uh i mean they talk about don't they talk about kangaroo, you know, like seeing kangaroos, which is not something you'd see here. Yeah. Uh, and they have uh, have different, you know, like the animals they have are like um, he does a emu or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's besides. Yeah, Sean the emu. <laughs> yeah, uh, as a character, I mean, that's something I know that we have emus here on television, but that's not a yeah. character you think of and as an American thing. That's very Australian. Yeah. And. Uh, you also see ibises and <laughs> yeah it's just there there's things that they have that we don't have yeah. here uh i want to say uh soon talking about like the parents uh when they make mis- they actually make mistakes especially bandit uh but they actually like own up to their mistakes mm-hmm. and try to make up for it right uh and again it's good that it's really good that bandit isn't like an idiot dad. Right. No, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it's like, I think we get kind of tired of that. Right. Then that's, that was the downside of American sitcoms in the 50s was the dad is usually an idiot. Yeah. Um, not involved with raising the kids, had, you know, is at the office. Now he works from home and is, he's an archaeologist that works from home is a little odd, but he does go off for six 
weeks or whatever yeah. on the dig or something. So yeah. he does. And I guess you could do some research at home and stuff. It, yeah. It's a very, yeah. I mean, the the parents are always kind of always present. At least one of them's always there. Yeah. No, Jelly. It's not. I don't think it's directly stated in the show, but it is stated like on the website. She works uh, part time in airport security. Yeah, in case she has to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's also interesting to see like both parents working. Right. Which yes. is kind of more realistic now. Now, oh yeah, and then <laughs> the um, the the school they they attend, or at least Louie attends. Yeah, uh, is the, yeah the teaching is sort of you learn through play more than anything else, right? Yeah, fosters creativity. Right. Uh, Calypso. Yeah, the teacher. I think, I believe it's, uh, I'm not going to say one way or another what kind of school it is because it's yeah, it's little debatable, but realm of like Waldorf schooling. Okay. And that's sort of where you, reading is not the primary function. Uh, yeah. And that sort of schooling, you don't learn uh, reading and writing until you're like eight or something. Right. Now, um, what is your, who... Okay, so there's those there there those four, yeah. and their antics spill out of the house into the neighborhood, and yeah. <laughs> everybody's got to be sort of in on it in a way. Yeah, which I I don't know how that would actually play out in real world, but who's the neighbor? Uh, well, one of the, the neighbor they interact with the most is uh, Lucky's dad. Lucky's dad. Yeah. <laughs> And he has a real name, but Pat. Pat. But yeah. Lucky, Lucky's dad gets drawn into a lot of these, I'll say, shenanigans, and he just kind of yeah. goes with it. <laughs> and Bandit does stuff in public that you would be mortified to do. <laughs> but, you know, he does it because... Well, interesting thing is he actually sometimes gets embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He should. Some of the stuff he does is... Like in, in one episode uh, when they're playing at the playground, uh, he stops doing something because another dad is watching. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, besides Lucky's dad, uh, uh, then they have a neighbor that on bin night they talk to a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry, I forgot her name. I'm not gonna sound like an idiot, so I'm not gonna... Okay, so, but anyway. Um, so, and then uh, they get out to the... You know, they... It's kind of interesting too because there's a there's uh yeah, the other the other next door neighbor is uh Wendy who's Judo's mom right okay um because Wendy's the one that gets involved in one of the shows right uh one of the episodes yeah in season three there are some where she gets more directly involved and then it's kind of interesting there's there's the uh, show called Cafe I believe yeah. And when they, uh, you kind of see the difference between children making friends and adult making friends. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bluey, you know, another kid, they play, and they're, they're friends, and they drag their, both drag their parents, their dads into it, Fido being the other dad. Yeah. Which I love that as a name. <laughs> um, you know, and it's, it's not as easy for adults, or I'll say men, adult men, to become friends as it is for two, uh, six-year-old girls yeah and they kind of, you kind of see that as they sort of have to have more you know they're the, the little girls instantaneously become friends and want to go over to each other's houses and the dad's like well you know little 
a little slower on that. And that, yeah. that that's realistic in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's it's harder for adult men to make, or, you know, I, I can only speak for men, but it's hard for <laughs> adult men to necessarily make friends unless you're, you know, working at the same place or whatever. Yeah. So that's that, that was kind of a, a realistic look at that kind of situation. I mean, it does have those kind of moments in it. Yeah. Um, there's one character that is not very well behaved. <laughs> is it Muffin Cupcake? Yeah, <laughs> Muffin Cupcake Healer. <laughs> yeah, one of their uh, uh, cousins. Yeah. Who's, who is, yeah, he, sh- she is what you expect, I guess, yeah. kids to be like in some ways. Yeah, there's another interesting thing about the show is we do actually see their extended family mm-hmm. occasionally. Yeah. Uh, like, mostly uh, Bandit's side of the family. Uh, like, yeah. And usually, uh, really, really, usually his mom or the family of his uh, younger brother. Snape. Right. Yeah. Right. And then there's also, um, I guess he talks about. The, I obviously he uh, was raised in the '80s because he's yeah. mentioning the '80s over and over again. And he talks. There's one uh, whole episode where it's, I guess, fairy tale. Yeah. Where he talks about his relationship with his younger brother and how he was kind of a jerk to him. Yeah. Which. All older brothers are jerks to their younger brothers, it's just kind of <laughs> as works out. But, <clears throat> if mine's watching, but um, uh, you know that's um, he also brings sort of it's sort of a life lesson for him, you know, yeah. in there. So um, we watched all these episodes, and there's they had started having a play. Yeah. Uh, stage play, right? And that started in Australia at the Queensland uh, Queensland uh, Performing Arts Center. Yeah, in Brisbane, with uh, twenty. I looked it up, twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two or something during the pandemic. Uh, uh the twenty one. Twenty one, uh, and uh, it is it's traveling the world. Well, right? Yeah, it's uh, at least traveling the U.S. Well, I'm sure it's other yeah. places too. Uh, what's kind of interesting is it's the same. Uh, it's the voices from the show. Yeah, but not, uh, obviously not the animated. Yeah, you know, uh, it's not the actors or the. It, but it's done yeah, it's pretty a, well. Yeah, they use uh, life-size uh, puppets that uh, are really well made. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do constantly see like the puppeteers, but it's not distracting. No, as they wear like light or dark, real like really light or dark green, so they blend in with the background better. And uh, the they act and act out and lip sync to the timing of the uh, pre-recorded yeah. audio. It's uh, so yeah, that makes it more impressive, right? And uh, because of our. So we're second medicine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a viewpoint of the of the you can see the stage and it's sort of a slanted stage with kind of areas in the um, I don't know what you call stage settings but there's places where the puppeteers can move where they're not necessarily being seen yeah. as much uh, it was really uh, cleverly done right and uh, it's kind of a little bit like it brings a lot of things from the show. Yeah. Uh, obviously, um, uh, but it's not this a story. It's not a show storyline, but it, you could see it being a show storyline. Yeah. Uh, I can extend it. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like an original fifty minute episode, right? Forty to fifty minute episode, uh, and that was also written by Joe Brum, mm-hmm. and it also has original original music by the Joe's composer. I mm-hmm. forget his name off the top of my head. That's fine. Uh, I'm sure he's watching. Going, it's my name. Um, okay, so. Yeah, and they bring in a lot of. It, it, I think it would help if you'd. And obviously, I think the large. It wasn't sold out. I don't think when we were there, because it, it was the fourth or fifth performance, whatever. Yeah. Um, but um, it was close to sold out. It was close. <laughs> uh, but it would also help to. Have, I think it would help to have seen the show. Yeah. But I don't think it was necessarily required that you have seen the show. Not necessarily, but what yeah, it does help. It really enhance because all the because they they go into characters and bring out was it Chattermax or whatever, yeah, <laughs> and they become the grannies and things that you would oh that's from the show yeah, so it would help to have seen it. But I, I think a kid at a certain, I mean, whose parents spent a lot of money on floor seats and they had the right view <laughs> would probably still enjoy it to a certain degree. Yes, I uh, just been informed the composer is Joff Bush. Okay, so. Lawsuit settled. <laughs> uh, Preempt. Yeah, that's right. We we got you there, um, but I and it was oddly kind of effective. I mean, I there's a little bit at the end where we're learning a little bit about Chili and yeah. her relationship with her sister, and at the end you kind of like, oh, you know, <laughs> it, it was uh, surprisingly. I was yeah, I. I Oh, I didn't cry, but I kind of like teared up a little bit at the end. Yeah, it got me too. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very uh, sneakily effective, and I think <laughs> I, I think that would help with adults enjoying it as well because it does get emo- It's a little emotional. Yeah, and, uh, and I don't think like six year old kids probably don't care about that part, but right. Uh, yeah, that's the interesting thing about Bluey too is uh, there's it also. The show itself also tackles like some sort of adult subjects, but it does it in a way that kids would understand, and it doesn't like talk down to anyone. And, uh, and there are some speaking as an adult, uh, or I guess a childless adult. Yeah. Uh, there are uh, things in there that make that have a lot more sign feel like they have more significance to an adult now. Not being a childless uh, adult, did, are you learning things watching the show that you think you could apply when you do have kids? Because someday you're going to give us grandkids, right? <laughs> uh, no pressure, but uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I think I'm learning some about parenting from it. Yeah, like Bandit and Chili aren't the worst. Models no. you could have, <laughs> no. and it, and as as I think you were alluding to a lot, there were uh, childless adults at the show. Yeah, and, uh, there was a good mixture of like uh, families of kids and then chi- and childless adults. So that kind of speaks to the broad appeal of the show. Yeah, I mean, there, I, I was I'd heard about that being part of the appeal, and we actually saw it when there was people you know had to get up so they could get past, and they were. By themselves, yeah, and they don't look like they were necessarily, you know, expecting or anything. I actually uh, saw, I've seen a couple of videos about Bluey. Uh-huh. Uh, it was, of course, after I was already uh, invested in it, but I wanted to see what other people thought about it. 
and uh, one of them uh, they were both like really positive about it and one of them was done by a teenager and it was, it was like I like, I don't have kids yet but this is already getting me to take notes about parenting <laughs> yeah no I, I think it's you want your your kids to have a an ima- you're lucky if they have a vivid imagination like Bingo and Bluey have yeah uh, and you want them to have be and it is interesting how they do learn through play and they do seem to lo- know a lot of kind of parts of a lot of things yeah you know like they know what it's like to go to a doctor's office but they don't know what it's like to be a doctor yeah so you when you when they play doctor it's you know the receptionist and all that they got down but being a doctor is like you're fixed or whatever yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, which is like what a kid would have yeah um and the grannies they it's cute <laughs> they dress up as grannies they call themselves rita janet and rita, rita. <laughs> and uh you know they kind of have this idea of what it's like to be old. I don't know where they got that from because they show their their grandmother at least Bandit's mom, and yeah. she's not like a granny like that. But that's why they have this image in their head of <laughs> grannies. <Yeah>. And, <laughs> and you know, they but they play games like you know it's a it's you know it's a, it's fun to watch. Yeah, and the play was fun to watch, and um, you know. As, again, we would have we'd be wearing T-shirts if they had them available. Yeah, but instead we got the uh, seizure warning asparagus one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for some reason they had no shirts. Oh, and we got a button set. <laughs> right. They had no shirts other than extra small or small and extra small. Right. Which was the guy who was didn't have shirts was wearing one, but you know anyway. I'm sure everyone who works on it. Okay, sure. But I mean, yeah. And they look like they would have had them, but I, I planned better, guys. Come on, bring your A game. Uh, no, interestingly with Bluey, uh, okay, so we also got the season one and two set, as I've held up a couple times already for those watching. Uh, this not only has uh, bonus bits that you can also find on the official YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, it also has uh, the original Australian cuts of some of the episodes. Yeah, because some of them got edited here. Yeah. And, and occasionally there's a word change here and there. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, it's very... Oh, getting blurry. Uh, for the most part, it's very uh, Australian. Yeah. Um, and the other... Occasionally, they'll have an episode... Uh, we could probably go off on every episode but there's one where they go camping and she meets yeah that's actually one of my favorite episodes camping uh, yeah and uh, she meets a guy that speak a, a dog that speaks french yeah. right and Jean-Luc they, yes and they kind of communicate and if you watch you can watch it in french yeah you, on Disney plus at least uh, you can watch it in french with the uh, with English subtitles right and uh uh, you can also he he his name in the French version uh, his name is Johnny and he speaks English so you can actually hear his side of the conversation <laughs> yeah um, and it's kind of interesting because that's also you get an idea of being uh, Bluey growing a little older because there's a like, yeah. future kind of thing in it and, yeah and there's a little more maturity to her and stuff so it's kind of interesting that's a, it's a very good that's a good episode the one with the uh, FaceTime. Yeah, FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, is, is... Yeah, that's a really good one. <laughs> because... Uh, There's I mean, so much going on there. Yeah. 
and you see you know it's with with phones running around and you see things in the background that yeah. you don't see on the phone and they, they do a really good job of connecting it all together yeah so the whole time I was wondering how did they board this <laughs> so they do kind of go the extra mile sometimes on some of the shows yeah yeah when you see it fall <laughs> yeah muffin anyway <laughs> so uh which is we're doing something kind of unusual with Trophy Unlocked is you reviewed Louis Big Play. Right. And that'll be out on Saturday. Yeah. And if you're watching this later, you can just go to Trophy Unlocked and look for it. Trophyunlocked.blogspot.com. Uh yeah, I based that off of our uh experience. I based I talked about the play kind of objective tried to be objective about it. Uh, of course, there is some subjectivity in reviews, uh, and uh, I also talked about how our personal experience factored into it, uh, and uh, it was it was yeah it was interesting trying to review a play. I tried to be spoiler free. So we've yeah, so it's one of the few non-movie game reviews on the blog. Yeah. I also have uh, House of Leaves, which we've talked about on the podcast. Right. And, that somebody, and actually people are reading that recently. Just yeah. So you know. um, Spoiler alert, like, I, like, I liked a third of the book. <laughs> <laughs> you have to read the review to find out which one, which yes. part. Which yeah. layer of the book. <laughs> or you could watch this on, we have a YouTube where we talked about it as well. Yeah. So it's always there if you want to check it out. Anyway... All right. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about, Bluey? Uh, I guess otherwise, I just really highly recommend Bluey. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun for I'll say young and old alike. Yeah, so you don't, you don't have to have kids to watch it. It's okay. <laughs> no. And you'll find yourself going, I wouldn't do that if I was a parent. But <laughs> that's that's not here nor there. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a cute show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so next week we're having a team meeting yes which means we're bringing trevor and julia into the show and until then i'm david hankins i'm paul hankins and you've been on the air with power squared uh, 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 uh.